Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The mail bomb investigation and its far-reaching ramifications. But a bottom line is that Americans must unify. My hope and prayer is that all of our leaders will work to lower the temperature in our public dialogue. I think that the president could demonstrate better leadership. We just all hope and pray that, it, that, it, that they end with words. Uh, when incidents like this happen, it's a reminder that words can become actions very quickly. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. The nationwide pipe bomb scare has led not to national unity, but to finger pointing over who's responsible. Friday, a suspect was taken into custody, 56-year-old known Native American Trump supporter Cesar Sayoc. I am pleased to inform you that law enforcement has apprehended the suspect and taken him into custody. President Trump shortly after the man was taken into custody. We've carried out a far-reaching federal, state, and local investigation to find the person or persons responsible for these events. These terrorizing acts are despicable and have no place in our country. No place. I've instructed authorities to spare no resource or expense in finding those responsible and bringing them to swift and certain justice. And we will prosecute them, him, her, whoever it may be, to the fullest extent of the law. We must never allow political violence to take root in America. Cannot let it happen. And I'm committed to doing everything in my power as president to stop it. And to stop it now. To stop it now. I have just concluded a briefing with the Department of Justice following the apprehension of the suspect. I want to applaud the FBI. Secret Service, the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, the NYPD, and all law enforcement throughout the entire country, incredible partners. These people have worked so hard, and to have done it so quickly, it's looking like a uh, — you're looking — it's a needle in a haystack. How do you do this so quickly? They've done an incredible, incredible job, and I want to congratulate them. But a bottom line is that Americans must unify, and we must show the world that we are united together in peace and love and harmony as fellow American citizens. There is no country like our country, and every day we are showing the world just how truly great we are. So you are really very special people. I wanted to say that before our little talk. And uh, I appreciate the time you've given me, and 
Boy, one, one day, one of you is going to be standing. It could be three or four of you, actually. But you're going to be standing right here. You're going to be standing right here. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Who, who in this room, who in this room wants to be president someday? So it's an ambitious group. It's an ambitious group. That's great. Anyway. Thank you all very much. I really appreciate it for the media. Thank you very much. Prior to the suspect taken into custody, President Trump was casting blame on the media for creating societal anger while candidates across the country are trading partisan broadsides. Calls for tempering political rhetoric coming from both sides. At UB Thursday night, passionate words from one of the targets of the package scare. And I want to begin by addressing um, what you've all seen in the news in the recent hours and days uh, regarding uh, pipe bombs that have been sent, uh, a couple of them to me and to other people. Former Vice President Joe Biden at the Distinguished Speakers event. Folks, we don't have all the facts yet, um, and uh, we don't know who's behind this or why they're doing it. But as my mother used to say, that out of something bad, Joey, something good will come if you look hard enough for it. And uh, my hope is, my hope is this uh, recent spat of uh, these, who knows exactly what they were, but these pipe bombs being mailed um, might wake everybody in my business up a little bit and realize that we have to... uh, We have to uh, begin to put this country back together again. This division, this hatred, this ugliness, it has to end. Words matter. It all feels, if you took a particularly negative view to where we are right now, you'd be reminded of the famous paragraph written by Yeats a century ago. And I realized, by the way, until now, I didn't, my, uh, uh, you have uh, an incredible collection up here, that other Irish guy, um, my favorite poet. But uh, Yeats wrote, things fall apart, the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed. And everywhere, the ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Folks, I've been doing this a long time. I got elected to the United States Senate when I was 29 years old. I wasn't old enough to be sworn in, literally, when I got elected. I had to wait 17 days to be eligible. And I've never, 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 ever looked at a political opponent as an enemy. An opponent in a contest of ideas, but not an enemy. Americans is who we are. We're Americans before we're Democrats or Republicans or Independents. And ladies and gentlemen, 
The press is not the enemy of the people. Immigrants are not animals. My hope and prayer is that all of our leaders will work to lower the temperature in our public dialogue. And I have faith they will do that. Well, my hope is that the country can come together. Uh, this is, I think, a consequence of a country that's divided. Locally, Congressman Brian Higgins is concerned with the toxic political atmosphere that led to the scare and that has heightened ever since. And when people can't resolve their differences in a civil way uh, or express you know, their displeasure with somebody's particular political position, uh, you resort to violence, and that's a race to the bottom. And that should be unacceptable, and that should be expressed clearly by people at every level of government and of, of, of every political persuasion and party. I think that the president could demonstrate better leadership. I, I do. I, I, I think that, you know, uh, expressing what appeared to be a sincere uh, you know, expression on behalf of the nation that this is not not to be tolerated, and then to, you know, have kind of a different tone and tenor at a political rally on the same day is not helpful. Uh, I think this is a very serious manner, uh, matter that, that needs to be uh, dealt with in, in the most professional of ways. And these are the kinds of situations that require strong, decisive, generous leadership. You know, if you look at the aftermath of 9-11, who did the nation gravitate to? It gravitated to its elected officials because the nation was in crisis. And, uh, and uh, this is such a time. And I think, you know, for the president, I, I think he missed out on an opportunity to be truthful, uh, to be, you know, more uh, conciliatory, to be, uh, to recognize that perhaps the political discourse in America has gotten to a point where, look, you're not condoning this, but you're creating a space uh, that some buddy on the fringe, whether regardless of what side they're on politically, uh, recognizes that as a language that, that, that says that this kind of behavior is acceptable. That's a big responsibility for people in elected office, particularly uh, the leader of the free world and the president of the United States. So I think he missed, him, missed an opportunity here. As it was, it was a, an awful incident and I think a, a reminder of just how toxic politics can become. ABC political director Joe Klein with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski saying the toxicity scale doesn't seem to be tempering. Whatever the motivations, and we still don't know who sent this or why they sent it, uh, clearly it's a manifestation of the, the anger that's out there. It's uh, made so real. Do you think the country's at a tipping point with this rhetoric? Do you see a change? Well, I, I'd like to think that it will or can change as a result of this. I just I know that previous incidents or, or scares haven't really changed things, and I think being 10 days out from a midterm election makes it hard for anyone to really change course. And I think a lot of it, uh, frankly, falls with the president and his rhetoric. He said the other night at his rally that he was on his best behavior. He didn't uh, lead the crowd in the same sorts of uh, chants and um, uh, and attacks on many of the people that actually happen to get those packages or have those packages addressed to them. So does he keep that up? Do others follow that lead? Uh, there's no shortage of 
harsh things being said right now. We just all hope and pray that, it, that, the, it, that they end with words. Uh, when incidents like this happen, it's a reminder that words can become actions very quickly. How do we get to this point? I, I think uh, you have some people, of course, uh, will point the finger at the president. You have people pointing the finger at the media saying that, well, it's uh, this constant 24-hour news cycle of trying to one-up each other that led us to this point. Uh, how did we get here? You know, I, I think it's decades in coming, and I think that the pitched battles of politics, uh, it, there was a, an era not so long ago that it, it, there was a feeling that you said whatever you had to say, but you recognized the inherent goodness in the other person and the, and the goodness of their intentions. That has changed, and I think people are more, look, more willing to look and see evil intent on the other side. They see conspiracies or, uh, or, or attempts to, 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 to get some kind of a, a major advantage, financial or otherwise, and I don't, I don't know when, I don't think there was one tipping point, but I think it's a long slide that President Trump took advantage of. He didn't create it, but uh, he, he certainly exploited it and continues to exploit that, that aspect of our politics that's um, looking for combat versus any kind of common ground. Joe Biden was in Buffalo last night speaking at the University of Buffalo, and this is getting a national attention this morning, calling on leaders to lower the temperature, saying that words matter. Do we need to hear this over and over again from not only the people that are receiving these package bombs, but current elected leaders? Well, clearly that's the tone that we need to head toward, whether it makes a difference for people that are interested in these things, whether it makes a difference to the president himself and many of his followers who go to the rallies and are used to uh, the locker-up chants and uh, calling opponents evil. Uh, that's another question. I, I don't know what else people like Vice President Biden could or should be saying other than that we need to, to change that course. It just doesn't, I don't know that's within their purview to see it changed. Does this have an impact on the midterms, which is now less than two weeks away? I think at this point everything has an, an impact on the midterms. Uh, this changes the conversation. It, it, it sort of quiets the conversations around politics in some ways. Uh, but we're going to be talking about a whole lot of other things, no doubt, in the next 10 or 11 days. Uh, I think this is a big piece of it, but it's only a piece. While a suspect is in custody, the political fallout from the mail bomb scares and the suspect will be far-reaching. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.